0: It got a little dicey at the end, but the Minnesota Wild finally find some even strength scoring as they down the Nashville Predators. We talk about the game and what is to come the rest of the week on tonight's Locked on Wild Postcast. You are Locked on Wild Postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Live from the XL Energy Center, the Locked on Wild postcast. Recapping a 4-3 to win for the Minnesota Wild starts right now. Seth Topal joined live by Kevin Gorg. And, Kevin, we saw a couple of teams that really needed this one today. And the wild came out with some good jump. They were physical. You could tell Nashville was tired. And uh, they were able to get out to an early lead. And uh, things were really looking good early on.
1: You know, Seth, for the first time in a long time, this win felt like something we watched last year. There was some St. Paul Exo Energy Center magic in this building. The Wild had some serious jump. It was sold out. The crowd was lively. And there just was that air of no matter what happened, no matter what Nashville threw at Minnesota, they'd find a way. Now, I never in my wildest dreams saw them tying it up late with the extra attacker and seeing the Wild coming back on that very next shift just about 30 seconds later winning the game but that's what we got today and boy was it a treat
0: let's talk about Brandon Duhame he gets the uh, the goal to get it started and was just I I use the word gamer he's just an unbelievable pros pro out there he works so hard and he was rewarded today with the goal but he could have had a couple more he had some fantastic looks throughout the course of this game
1: you know he he can play in almost any spot up front on this roster and bring you something And that speaks to what you're saying about him being a gamer because he plays with speed and he plays with skill. So you can use him in a top six role, but he also plays with grit and can drop the mitts and throw them. So you can play a bottom six role. He can penalty kill, you can slide him on a power play, you can play him in four on four. um, And he's just a terrific kid. Like if I'm in the tunnel every night, right behind the bench, 20 feet from the ice, watching what's going on, he is the loudest player on that bench every single night and the guys love him and he goes out there and answers the bell and plays at a high level he's consistent in his effort and he's one of those players that flies under the radar but I go back to what you just said any spot any time, he'll be there for you
0: penalty kill had a couple of opportunities early on in this one and if not for some great saves by UC Saros, the Wild could have had an even quicker lead Uh, that penalty kill just continues to manufacture shorthanded chances and more importantly they kept the game scoreless throughout uh, a couple of opportunities here tonight.
1: You know Seth we talked about this uh, months ago one of the big off-season adjustments for Dean Emerson and his coaching staff was their special teams and both are markedly better this year and the penalty kill has been more aggressive and they've done it with speed and you mentioned a couple of the great chances they had and I point to that play that Dewar made where he passed the puck to Shaw and if not for Nito Niederreiter making an unbelievable street hockey save uh, in front of his goalie. That puck's in the back of the net. The Wild have done it with speed and the trend that we talked about on our broadcast today on Valley Sports North was how many times the Wild are winning those defensive zone face-offs to start the penalty kill and how that eats away 25-30 seconds before the, the other team even gets set. And that's not a trend we've seen a lot this year, but in the last couple weeks, the Wild have really ramped it up and it's made a difference.
0: Um, the Wild just continuing to really play these tight, tense games. <laughs> and uh, down the stretch, it got a little dicey, but... I want to look at that goal that Philip Gustafson gave up um, to make it 3-3 because the Predators did what the Wild have tried to do at times this year. They got a guy in front of the net, and uh, the Wild had that go their way too in this one today Is players in front of the net usually leads to deflections and a lot of times leads to a goal.
1: Roman Yossi is a Wild killer. If I say it once, I'll say it a thousand times. This guy always seems a way to find a way to make a big play in a big spot against the Wild. He killed him last year. I think he had 12 points uh, in the season series last year, and he made a great play on that tying goal because he got the puck. He let that screen develop. There were four or five bodies between him and the net, and then he knows he doesn't need to make a big windmill slap shot in that situation. He just needs to get that puck through. Savvy veteran play, use that traffic. Gustafson really had his vision impaired, and, and all of a sudden, it's a gut punch for the wild and it's three three in a game you needed to win and probably win in regulation uh that was a, a tough moment in this hockey game but give minnesota credit because on the very next shift ryan hartman scores the winning goal yeah
0: ryan hartman the puck magnet he gets uh what i'm just i'm gonna assume is a big goal for him it's been a struggle this year but starting to show some really good signs with Kaprizov and zuccarello getting back to that guy he was last year is going to be massive for this team down the stretch.
1: You know, Dean Evison put a lot of faith in Ryan Hartman putting him back there because if you remember when this lineup shuffle happened, Hartman was a couple games removed from being a healthy scratch for too many penalties, and Dean Evison sat down and said, all right, we've come through that. You're going to be a better player for it, and now I need you to elevate your game and get back to what you did last year, and slowly but surely, it's coming. It's not all the way back, but it's coming, and you know they've got chemistry. You know he fits with those two because he's such a a net drive grinding type of player and he can give those guys the space they need Zuccarello and Kaprizov to free wheel and and if that line can ignite here down the stretch it's going to make everybody's job a lot easier for Minnesota.
0: Kirill Kaprizov what more can you say we we get a chance to see it on a nightly basis but it really felt like he had that I'm going to take this one into my own hands feel tonight he was a just just ferocious on offense pretty much the whole night and he gets rewarded with an even strength goal and a power play goal too and you want your biggest stars to shine in the brightest moments and he has never shied away from that and really just was commanding out there tonight
1: when you have a superstar player that cares as much as Kirill does about the process to be great you're going to be in good hands and I was having a conversation with a former NHLer a couple hours before face off tonight and we were going back through almost three years of data to try to think of a game where he didn't go out there and do something special. He is that guy, Seth. You, you just, we are so spoiled. You almost assume it's going to happen. And as his career has unfolded, these teams have become more and more aware of how good he is. And so everybody, every night is game planning to shut this guy down. And, you know, last year you had Fiala score all those goals so it took some pressure off career this year he's had to do it all by himself like his line is the line and he's great in the power play the power play has been unbelievable here especially at home over 30 percent that line continues to produce and he drives this hockey team on a nightly basis the wild with a
0: big win four to three over the nashville predators to pick up two huge points in the standings we'll talk about the final push for a wild card or central division spot for the wild as well as their next upcoming opponent the Los Angeles Kings, as we continue our Locked on Wild postcast after this. Our next partner has a product I use literally every single day. And I started taking AG1 because it helps simplify your vitamin and supplement routine. All it takes is one delicious scoop of AG1, and you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Best of all, it is lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's Locked on Wild postcast also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and three points. Drained, wild fans, hopefully you took the over for today's game because that definitely would have made you a happy camper. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So, don't miss your chance to get your fir- no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minnesota Wild pick up a big 4 to 3 win over the Nashville Predators. Our Locked On Wild postcast live from XL Energy Center continues. Seth Topal joined by Kevin Gorg. And, Kevin, that chase with the wild currently uh, in one of those wild card spots right now it's going to come down to the end calgary's right there but you look at getting separation against some of those teams that are a step below like nashville like st louis like some of those other teams all the points you can get are going to be big and especially if you can get them head to head that's where you can start to make a little separation
1: yeah and you point to a game on tuesday against the la kings where you know you're going to have to find a way to win, and win in regulation. That's why t- today's win was so important. They got it in regulation. They didn't give another team that's in a playoff chase that extra point. And we knew you and I have talked about it here the last uh, week and change how important this homestand was. And there's been some ups and downs. There's been some adversity. You get that win on Tuesday night. You end this homestand four two and one against some of the league's very best teams, teams that are peaking at the right time, like Colorado. And now you get a little momentum to your season. Now you go to Columbus and Toronto this week for a back to back, feeling really, really good about your game. So it hasn't been easy. Like these have been just tense, grinding type of hockey games. But when you start to win these types of games, it gives teams a little uh, extra jolt of confidence. And I think we're starting to feel that right now with the Wild. Yeah, and
0: it it looks, if you look at the last couple of games, like they're moving in the right direction. The play has been good in all of the games. There have been some spells, but you're going to expect that with a team that has struggled to score in even strength situations. But the overall play, it looks like they're moving in the direction you want them to be coming down the stretch run.
1: And let's not get lost on the fact, Seth, that they scored four goals today. And I I think that matters. For a team that had not eclipsed three in what felt like a month, um, that's big. And to get some supplemental scoring, that's going to be huge. You mentioned Duhame. Um, I really feel like that Boldy line is sitting on something. I do. And I, you know what? I I see the, the chemistry building between him and Eck. And now you get Beckman up there flashing a little bit. It's coming. And if they can just get a little secondary scoring, you know that power play is going to be fine. You know that top line is going to produce. But you can't keep winning games two to one. You can't keep relying on Gustafson uh, or any of your goalies to, to make all those saves. You've got to once in a while get to three, four, or five and take some pressure off that position. And I think it's coming. It feels like it's starting to trend. In that direction, and maybe on Tuesday the whole thing explodes, and they they go out and score five or six because I think we're sitting on some players right now that have some goals coming.
0: Yeah, it does feel like kind of a volcano waiting to erupt for this team, and that they're they're starting to really make these strides. And one of these games, something's going to happen where you're going to get six or seven goals just because everybody finally has gotten to the point where it's like we got to just we got to just get over the hump. And the Kings have been a team that has not been. Uh, great defensively they have been giving up a ton of goals so yeah maybe it does happen on Tuesday with this lineup starting to really show some good life
1: well I know the Wild um, played a shootout with the Kings way back opening week of the season and they remember that they got the short end of the stick and I think there was a game in LA shortly after where Doughty was going after Kaprizov so I can I can promise you this Minnesota hasn't forgotten with Kevin Fiala out there Minnesota is going to be doubly motivated and I think right now off this win They've got a little um, a little juice right now. I, I feel like just being around the guys, being downstairs by the locker room these last couple nights, it feels like they've had a chance to finally exhale a little bit and start to believe, and I think for a while, they were just trying to keep their head above water. They were just grinding and grinding and grinding, and maybe they bottomed out that night. They lost to Colorado last week where they probably deserved a better fate. I like the response. I like where this thing is trending right now.
0: Marcus Felino on injured reserve to facilitate that uh, Ryan O'Reilly trade uh, to send him to Toronto, and so Doesn't sound like he'll be ready for Tuesday's game, but like you said with Adam Beckman, he's made the most of his opportunity. He's been shooting the puck. He had some good looks tonight, and it's another situation where a little youth injecting some life into this offense, and he has looked great with uh, Matt Boldy and Jewel Erickson Eck.
1: Yeah, he's a more mature player. You forget the kid's only 21 years old, but uh, he loves to shoot the puck. He's got uh, some real good hockey sense to him, some hockey IQ, so to speak. He's gotten better on the defensive side of the puck, and I think uh, the, the conversation I'm hearing downstairs is Felino is going to start to skate this week, which is a real positive, and you know ease him back in. Maybe, uh, maybe at the end of that back-to-back, as the Wild travel to play Columbus and Toronto. But yeah, I think right now it's good to have some depth, and it's good to see Beckman embrace the opportunity.
0: Let's talk about the crowd just to finish. Uh, I had a chance to see the game in person, obviously, and this it seems like this fan base is just waiting for those moments to go nuts and had the chance in this one with the late goal. But even with a little bit of uh, a lack of scoring this year, these fans have continued to come out and support the team, and they're going to continue to do that down the stretch.
1: No question. Yeah, today was a full house. There were kids everywhere. I love a matinee. It brings a different audience here. But there was some life in the building, and then during that third period with the emotional roller coaster that it was, and when Hartman finally scored that goal, the place just went nuts, and that's good. I mean, I think that's all a part of the, you know, the wild right now trying to create an atmosphere for success, and I think they're starting to, again, you have a game like this today where you go back to some of the magic they had last year, that can give them a little jolt, and I think it will.
0: Minnesota Wild pick up a, an exciting 4-3 win over the Nashville Predators. And as we mentioned, next upcoming is the Los Angeles Kings on Tuesday. That'll do it for today's Locked on Wild postcast. Kevin, as always, thank you for the time. And uh, we'll see what the Wilds can do on Tuesday against the Kings. Listeners, make sure you follow Locked on Wild everywhere you can. We've got content coming at you pregame, postgame, as well as episodes throughout the week. You can find all of that and more by subscribing on your favorite podcast platforms, and on YouTube. We have new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.